0: Today's episode of the Comets Podcast is being brought to you by none other than Huntington University. They make this happen each and every week, and if you were a Comet season ticket holder and you still got that card, you can take advantage of 25% off all tuition at Huntington University. All you have to do is get in touch with them, and they will take care of you. Now, I'm going to take care of everybody here with some quality entertainment. Here's the next show coming up right now. How are you now? Shane Halberani back with another episode of the Huntington University Comets podcast. Welcome to our little corner of the Comets website. I keep doing the show because you keep listening. Thank you so much for listening. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. So we are going to continue with the fine programming yet today because on the show we have got none other than Brandon Hawkins. Forward Brandon Hawkins. We did not like him at all last year when he was in Wheeling. We really weren't going to like him if he played in Toledo this season, but Didn't happen that way. Things uh, worked out differently and he is in a Comet uniform and we are certainly uh, thankful for that and uh, hopeful that maybe he can stay around a little bit. We talk a little bit about that. I offer a little bribe there at the beginning of the show to see if we can get him to stay in Fort Wayne. But we also talk about a lot of other things. We learn a lot about Brandon Hawkins, a lot of things you obviously didn't know. And that's what the show is all about. It's all about learning things about players and some inside information. We talk uh, NHL legends. We talk all kinds of things. So I'm going to stop back. Babbling, and let's just get right to it. My conversation with Brandon Hawkins. All right. Okay. Brandon Hawkins. All right. Thank you for joining me. And uh, first of all, I just want to say, what can I personally do to keep you here in Fort Wayne next season. I don't know anything about uh, you know contracts and uh, protected lists. I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, what personally can I do? I have two dogs. You can have one of them.
1: <laughs> what kind of dogs?
0: I got a German Shepherd and Chihuahua. Take your pick.
1: Oh, Jesus. Talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. That's right. <laughs> and let me guess, the Chihuahua runs the household.
0: Absolutely runs the household.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> It's funny.
0: Oh, anyway.
1: All right. Well, we you know what, we,
0: we don't know what's going to happen uh, later on, but you know, we're happy you're, you're here in Fort Wayne and, uh, yeah, you know, it'll, it would be, it would just be heartbreaking to see you in those colors maybe next year, but, uh, you know, that's the way it goes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how, how the, the whole, uh, rights thing reverts back to your old, I don't know how it works. I've, this is only my second year pro. So right. I'd have to ask Viver or one of the, uh, one of the older guys, how it really works out, but I have absolutely zero clue on how it all, how it all pans out or how it's supposed to work out or what goes on when it happens.
0: Yeah. I don't think anybody really knows what's happening right now, but <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're loving it, man. You're having fun here. I can tell.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I grew up with, uh, with Sean Stodlowski and around him at least. And I got to see kind of, I was like, uh, a pest of a little brother, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And then I got to see him play growing up and everything like that. So I, it's, it's definitely fun to be here to play with him. And I got to see Janksy grow. Like I watched him on Friday, Saturday nights play in Plymouth, Michigan, when he played for the Whalers. that was me and my dad's thing on the weekend. So it's, it's fun to come play with these guys after watching them for so long.
0: Yeah. I'm convinced those two. I mean, when their hockey career is done, they could probably be, be detectives because they know everybody in the state of
1: Michigan. I swear, <laughs> Yep. Yeah, you can go with that, or, or Sean's going to run for office here in Fort Wayne. So either one. <laughs> yeah, I used to
0: tease him. His his old roommate, uh, Mike Embach, I thought could be mayor of Fort Wayne too at one time.
1: <laughs> Hilarious.
0: But you no, know, Sydney. Yeah, he could have a he could have a career in uh, in politics sometime. But uh, so uh, I don't think you want to be in politics, right? Is that not going to be your thing? No. <laughs>
1: nope. No, I have too many tattoos for politics. So
0: <laughs> let's talk about that, man. You got some serious ink. I mean you're not messing around. Uh,
1: no, I'm I'm I would say I'm I'm covered. I'm nowhere near where I wanna be. But um my best friend is uh Josh Ramesh. He uh he is he goes by loaf his his tag on Instagram stuff is uh tattoos by loaf. He's he's the man. He's he's been there for me forever. I wanna say we've been we've been really good, really close friends since 2013 2012 so we've we've known each other for quite a while now and and no matter what i go away i come home it's like nothing changes he's, he's been a, a, a very close friend he's more like family than anything yeah
0: yeah oh that's those guys are nice to have around so well so, i mean yeah. what so what's the fascination with the ink how do you get started with that i mean how, where do you have mine uh, you got them on your arms you got them in your forearms where else do you have them
1: i have i have my both my arms they're not completely finished and then my left leg my chest and my back
0: wow so what yeah. is the fascination i know a lot of people are into this i just cannot get into it at all so
1: what, I what, what I, started I, it well i originally i got my first one as like kind of a a thing for my grandmother when she passed away yeah and then and then my other grandmother liked to think that i'm a masochist and i just like <laughs> the pain in general but uh but you know what i i like the look of it i i, I don't i don't really deal with the pain that much yeah I, To me, it's not a big deal, but, uh, but no, I, I like the look of it and it's a fun way to tell, tell some different stories and, and in the words of, uh, Chaz, Michael Michaels in the blades of glory, he's the illustrated man. (laughs) So so I try my best.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh I, I don't think I can get a tattoo because I'm still afraid of my mother. If I, my mother saw it, she would still flip <laughs> out. Even after I'm almost 50 years old, she would still have a fit.
1: No, <laughs> my, my mom told me if, if the worst thing I do as her trial is get tattoos, she's a pretty good mom. So.
0: <laughs> no, my wife, she has one and she did it on a dare. I dared her to get one. And she got one. And that was, I love it. <laughs> I love it. She's got, got guts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I lost that particular bet, but uh so, <laughs> so what, what so what other tattoos you have you had one that was what, about autism that, yeah I have a, that I have an autism
1: I have an autism awareness puzzle piece yeah that's my cool forum. my uh so another very close friend we've known each other since we were six Andy Catula. his uh brother's name is Tommy Tommy is low low functioning low communicating so Tommy has a, a very severe form of autism so in which he he actually doesn't live with his own family he lives with uh, an assisted living uh huh So, but he's, he's basically a brother to me. So that's why it all came, it all came full circle. And when I had the opportunity to do it, I wanted to, I try to do some work with uh, autism awareness and and different things from here, here and there. Um, I want to say a business in Fort Wayne, uh, one of the kids associated with it reached out over the weekend when we were playing. Um, They, they pair jobs with, with uh, kids growing up with autism. Uh So they help them get jobs after school and everything like that. So I'm going to try to see if I can reach out to them and and try to get something done there. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's close to home. My dad, my dad worked with uh, special needs students while I was growing up. So it's always been something within the family.
0: Yeah. uh, My brother was special needs. um, And before hockey became my career, I used to manage assistant living houses. So it's certainly in my blood and heart as well. Um, It's something very noble. And for those of you who do work in that field, you you don't get paid enough. It's just one of those very rewarding things. Yeah, it's 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 It's,
1: they're they're very special human beings to, to be able to to donate your time and different things like that. But at the same time, you're working with awesome people, no matter what. Yeah. And I, I would, I would love going to work on a daily basis, getting to do that.
0: Oh, that's see. That's really cool to hear because I I had a chance to do that for several years and it was the oh. most fulfilling thing. And I'm still in contact with a lot of people and i am gotten mm-hmm. close to their families and it is, it's really, I mean, it's really rewarding and yeah. uh, I'm kind of sad. I don't have the time to do it like I used
1: to. Yeah. Yeah. and it's it, it to me it's like you just you build such a great relationship and such a great bond that it ends up being a, a friendship for life and and yeah. in the end that's that's what it really matters
0: yeah it's it's really neat and that's that's really cool that you still want to do that stuff and and reach out to the community so yeah you you're blending real well here in Fort Wayne man that's, that's what we like to hear <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So let's go back to Michigan, man. You, you just said you, you knew, you knew Sid, you knew AJ. They were kind of like big brothers, kind of in a way you were the annoying little brother. So how, how did you annoy those guys? Especially Sid, I got to know that.
1: So I, I, I didn't, I didn't get to annoy Jenksy as much. He grew up playing roller hockey at the dad, at the rink my dad ran. Uh, Sid didn't get the, the, um, uh, what's the word? The privilege of not dealing with me. Um, (laughs) And I got to see him play since he was probably like 12, 13, 14, playing at Joe Dumar's Fieldhouse, which recently closed the past summer. That was like our childhood was playing yeah. roller hockey in the summer times. So getting to see them. And then, uh, Benny, Benny's dad coached another guy that's very close to me named, uh, Steven Alexi he played in Toledo yeah. last year. Yeah. He won, he won a Stanley Cup with yeah. Pittsburgh and played in Washington for Bruce. So in, in both my sisters work for Steve and, I'm I'm very close to him I talk to him on a daily basis so uh no it's 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 one big uh one big family when it comes to the hockey community in Michigan that's for sure
0: yeah it's crazy I mean how I mean anytime I see a Michigan guy I know you guys already know each other it's not like you guys just met because I'm sure you've been playing with each other or or against each other for a long time
1: yep yep that's uh it's nuts how it happens and really I built I I I like to say, like, I got a major in communications at school, but really, I, I got a, a major in networking because of how many people I knew <laughs> right. through hockey. Right, right,
0: yeah, 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 yeah no, if Sean Sulowski ever decides to be coach, I mean, he'll have recruiting down.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he'll just sign all of Michigan, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> oh, so, oh, so let's talk about, your, your talk, you talk. talking, your dad ran a, a rank, you said, a
1: Yep, he rank? ran a roller hockey. Yep. Ran a roller hockey rink. He actually was a, uh, a world-class speed skater growing up. So he went to the Olympic training center and everything like that. And then transitioned from speed skating into roller hockey In which that's how I got my start. He, uh, he ran Joe Dumar's Fieldhouse for, I want to say close to 13, 14 years. And then, um, had a kind of a career ending back injury where he shattered L four L five in a, in a hockey accident. Yeah. But, um, Yeah, no, I, I grew up playing roller hockey and that's kind of where I have my offensive ability comes from is you, you learn it with the, the fun, the fun, free flowing roller hockey game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what? You don't think about that because you guys do play a lot of roller hockey and that's all offense. You know, you don't play defense in roller hockey and uh,
1: it's, it's starting to, it's changed the past couple of years to where it's really tight defense. And even at that point, like you can see the guys that are still offensive, find a way to, to be really good in, in both sports.
0: Yeah, when I, I played, you know, when it first kind of got around mid-90s, you know, when it was you'd get 80 shots uh-huh. on net. I was a goalie, too, so I didn't appreciate uh-huh. that. But, <laughs> but roller hockey uh-huh. is one of those things that's just absolutely a blast when you play.
1: Oh, And you want to talk – like, that's a smaller community than ice hockey is. but yeah. Uh... It's, it's so much fun. Every summer we go back and we play and, and I, it's been the same, the same group for the past 20 years that I've, that I've played with. So it's, it, those are more lifelong friendships. Right. I just get to go back and see old buddies every summer.
0: Oh, that's neat. So they, they, uh, they, they Rajani, Oh, the pro guy coming down here slumming. Oh no, no, like, yeah,
1: There's AHLers, there's NHLers. Oh, wow. it's, everybody comes and plays.
0: Oh, that's nuts. And you guys, yeah. did you ever play at state
1: wars? Because I know that. Yep, I, I played. Uh, I played here this past summer.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. I think Sid played. I know J C Campagna played, and a couple other ex yep. comets. So that's that's neat. I mean, that's you guys. I mean, it. Well, and plus with the pandemic, you had a chance to actually do something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you keep up with the roller hockey. So what is? I mean, I guess the big difference. I mean, you love roller hockey so much, but roller hockey, it's a different skill set. You know, so it's kind of hard, you know, when you get on the ice to kind of transition uh, to what you were doing in roller hockey.
1: In a, in a way, yes, but in the like now, so pro roller hockey now is, is played at such a high level, it's it's a little bit different than it used to be. It's now played very tight man on man. There's no offsides. There's no icing. So you're playing man on man full rink. Yeah. So to to transition from from roller to ice is way easier than transitioning from ice to roller because you're playing such a tight defensive game where your offensive actually your offensive ability has to show through in order to be a good roller hockey player. So going back to ice hockey, it's it, you're used to playing that man on man. You're used to trying to beat guys one on one and it, it it really helps. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So uh, the other night, uh, let's go back to your Texas hat trick <laughs> the
1: other night. Was, was that your first uh, Texas hatty? Uh, second. I had one in junior in when I played for Texas Tornado when I played with Jackson Leaf. Yeah. Oh, you played with yeah. Jackson?
0: Geez. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> so
0: you walked in that locker room, uh, first day of training camp, just uh, knowing everybody. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: So it was Jackson-like. I knew that I didn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what was Jackson, life to, to Jackson like to play with?
1: Uh, he was, he was our captain. And you know what? I always, yeah. I, we were line mates the entire year. Really? You, I think you could probably look back and him and I both had 58 points. I think they were direct opposites. So he had, I had 36 goals. He had 36 assists. <laughs> I, whatever I had left for, <laughs> Assists, he had goals, and that's just that's we played really well with each other when we were there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jackson's just a
1: grinder, and uh, oh, he's he's awesome. He's got he's got a special skill set too for yeah for seeing seeing the play before it happens, and and I think that has a lot to do with with him working with his dad growing up too with yeah. how much a legend Ron is.
0: Oh yeah, his old man. I mean, I grew up when I was a kid, you know, idolizing Ron Leaf, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that guy could score, and he was one oh. of my favorites all time. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway so back to that the, the night in indy i mean uh uh-huh. you know you had you had the third they've got the third goal and we got that power play and i remember thinking you know what he's gonna get a fourth one i just knew he, i just had this feeling because like you're sniffing around the net he's gonna get it <laughs> he wants <laughs> it he wants that fourth one.
1: <laughs> oh, i mean uh, it's marky McIver came in the locker room and go you're never said it's not allowed like, all right and and I, if I had the opportunity to shoot, and Jenksy might be a little mad at me that I looked a lot and shot from the corner, but it ended up going in, so he can't be can't be too mad at me, right? right. <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, I was wondering about that, but I'm like, ah, he's sniffing around; he's going to get that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: what was uh, the news? What's the news station here? Channel 15. Yeah. Yeah, Is it Channel 15. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they called it a pant a pants trick.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, something else going around. Uh, Justin Cohn from the Journal Gazette was also talking about that too. So I, that's something I've never heard. Uh, I don't know if that's something that they just
1: heard the Texas. I've heard the Texas, <laughs> Texas hat trick, but I scored a Texas hat trick in Texas. So that makes it that makes it a little better. <laughs> it's double, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How many people can say that? <laughs> oh, so, so you went to let's go back. You went to so you went to Bowling Green, right? So you kind yep. of stayed close to home there for those first two years. Then you went to Northeastern. So what yep. was that transition? That's kind of two different worlds. You're going from Bowling
1: Green oh, to Oh, com- complete, complete different worlds. You go from small town feel where, the ring, where everything in the city is shut down on a Friday and Saturday night yeah. to watch a college hockey game and where everybody in the town knows you. Right. And like the community in Bowling Green is unbelievable. So like boosters, everybody, alumni, you know, everyone when you're there. Yeah. It's just, that's how, that's how special that like atmosphere is to, to going to a uh, Northeastern university where you're in the heart of Boston, you're playing at the, the oldest most cherished hockey arena in the United States being Matthews arena. Yeah. Where at one point, I think the Celtics, the Bruins and somebody else shared, shared the rink. Yeah. And then now it's, they've, they've become such a, a powerhouse of a program. They, they, bring in NHL draft picks every year yeah yeah and And so it's it it was definitely cool and I got to play with Adam Gaudet, Dylan Secura, Nolan Stevens, uh, Zach Reese he's on Pittsburgh um, and Gaudet was there won the Hobie Baker so to to come in and play with play with guys that are that good you can imagine how how competitive and how awesome the practices were
0: yeah yeah I mean it's it's uh I mean you went from one good program to another one it's uh yeah yeah i mean you didn't didn't uh, lose anything there and you played in the bean pot right
1: yep played twice uh played twice won twice
0: yeah and, and people not from boston don't you know they don't realize how big that thing is yep, my, it's, it's, my uh, color broadcaster fred bean is from boston and he okay uh you know and when you signed up and you know oh he's a northeastern kid i mean he was just all about it he's like that's what was more important to him it was like hey, playing the bean pot you know that's you know so yeah i mean that's I a big that. deal
1: I love it he uh the the thing i laugh at is what people call it's uh the the east coast gli yeah or the or the gli is the fake bean pod that's the one i like better but <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what did you study at northeastern
1: uh i was a communicate media and communications major
0: Oh, so you kind of like, uh, want to be, uh, like me sometime.
1: (laughs) Yep. I would, I, I love doing anything with podcasts or going on the radio or doing any, anything, anything like that. It's, uh, it's been a passion of mine because I don't mind, like I can go into a group of people and talk to every single one of them by the time I'm done. And, and it's something I kind of have a passion for. I like to, to meet and talk to new people and, and go about my business and, and really it's helped develop some, some nice relationships and it's opened doors for me on, on different parts of, uh of, of working and different things like that, especially with hockey.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get that out that you like to do this. Cause then you'll be really exploited and we'll take some load away from Petey. Cause,
1: uh, <laughs> he's the go-to guy right now. <laughs> I love it. You gotta, you gotta keep going after Petey though. Keep him on his toes. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. You can't, you can't let that guy get too comfortable because, uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, to watch uh, him and Sid go back and forth is one of my favorite. That's what I miss about road trips since I'm not traveling, hearing those two go back and forth.
1: Oh, yeah, and and he's a Vermont guy, too, so you can't give him too much slack.
0: Yeah. We had a lot. Yeah. Thanks to Petey. You know, we had a lot of Vermont guys too. You know, we had Brady Shaw and, and Stephanos Lekas who's uh, not here at the moment, yep. but uh, so, yeah, I mean, you've, I mean, you've played with or played against everybody. I mean, it's, and, and with the league now with only seven teams, I mean, the talent pool's just that, just that lighter. So, I mean, you know, you guys know everybody. So it's kind of, it's kind of yep. neat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's 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 nuts and this this league is is better than it's ever been before. I mean if you think about it, the AHL is playing with with a lot of uh, prospects and younger guys and, and a lot of guys that would usually be in the AHL are playing in the East Coast League this yeah. year because teams didn't uh, didn't take the the older guys that are good at, at what they they do.
0: Yeah, it's I mean I, I would love to see this league stay at like fourteen teams because the, the, the talent is incredible. Oh, it's,
1: it's unbelievable.
0: And it's been, it's been so much fun to watch. And, you know, you get kind of mixed, I get mixed reviews because you guys are playing the same teams over and over again, but sometimes uh, I think that the familiarity just makes it more fun to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It makes it, uh, it brings out that competitive streak and and it really turns it into like a full, a full year of a playoff series.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. And uh, yep. you guys got a bunch of games coming up with Wheeling's. So I think seven, seven out of nine, I think. So yeah, that's yep. going to be fun. <laughs> yep.
1: It's uh, it'll, it'll definitely be something. I'll tell you that for free.
0: Yeah. And you got your first goal against Wheeling, the former team. So
1: that's, yeah, so uh... that was, that was cool. <laughs> I, I still, I'm, I'm still in really good uh, talks with, with Billy Higgins there, who's the equipment energy has been there for like 17 plus years. He's an absolute legend. And then you have, uh, Daniel Barker who's their ATC who who still reaches out to me from time to time so so they're they're great people there so it's uh it was definitely cool to get my first one against them especially spending all all year there last year I think uh I think Deej uh Deej knew it before anyone else so (laughs) so what was
0: so okay so you know everybody was kind of in the same boat over the summer you sign with Toledo, you find out they're not going to play. So how did, what did it do? How did you get here? I mean, what, what was
1: the, what's the story? Um, we had a zoom the morning that Toledo said that they were not going to play. And within 30 minutes, Benny called me to come here.
0: <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was, that was the end. <laughs>
0: that sounds, that sounds like his style.
1: <laughs> yeah. I got, I, I got a text from Sid saying you're getting a phone call. And then Benny called me like. I literally thirty minutes on the dot later.
0: <laughs> oh, so I mean, so obviously the choice was pretty much made up for you, right? <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, it was. It was a done deal. <laughs> uh, so, so
0: what was the appeal of Toledo? You signed with them over us so, to begin with.
1: <laughs> well, so originally, um, I, I, my best friend, brother, whatever you want to call it, Tyler Speeges on that team. Yeah. Tyler and I have known each other since we were three years old. And Tyler talked to me earlier in the earlier before before really anybody was reaching out to yeah. to anyone to sign people and such. And I signed I want to say like extremely early. You did, when yeah. I signed with Toledo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that was, that was Tyler kind of started that night. I've always played with Tyler wherever we have gone. So it was, it was more of a, of a, him and I have such a good relationship that we've always had fun playing together and it would, it would have been an awesome thing. And it just turned out into another awesome thing that I got to play here. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: mean, uh, you guys are just having fun. I can, I can't get over, you know, the uh, the camaraderie you guys have. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not around you guys as much as I'd like to be or, or, or you know used to be with everything, but I can just tell. I mean, you guys are just having so much fun together.
1: Yeah, we we have such an awesome group. Whether we have, I want to say we have an older team, so that makes it even better. Yeah it's like it's an extremely, it's an extremely mature locker room, but at the same time, we're extremely immature. But uh, <laughs> well, that's, oh, that's just adds to the fun.
0: I that mean, that makes
1: it more fun. Like you got, you got Broads and Broads and Janksy here. I would say like the dads of the locker room. And yeah. then you got, you got Sid and Viver who are like the two funny uncles. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can go, you can go on and on. Like we have such a fun group. You can't, you can't complain which way you go.
0: Yeah. You know, you, 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 you say you're your second year pro, but you certainly know your way around everything. You're not like you're a 19, 20 year old kid. I mean, you guys have, you guys are the oldest rookies, you know, Zola and even Bowd's and
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And boy, me and Bowd's are on our second year pro. We're both going on 27. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that, I guess that helps with longevity. So we won't be veterans for a long time. That's right. <laughs>
0: that's right. Uh,
1: oh, so you came from a pretty athletic family, right? Your dad,
0: you said he was a speed yeah, skater. My, your uh, mom
1: played tennis. Yep. Mom was a tennis player. Uh, my sister was a figure skater. My other sister was a goalie. So it's, uh, it's, it's, I would say it's in the family that, that the athletic gene is there
0: yeah i mean uh it's fun when i talk to you guys i always ask about the family and how you got you know some guys have had no athletic ability from their parents but then you got guys like you who are uh it's all over the place
1: <laughs> yeah i like i grew up i tried like i played hockey a lot but my dad got me involved i played some football i play a lot i played a lot of golf but uh but yeah I, hockey was the thing my dad wanted me to be a I think he wanted me to be a golfer too at the same time, but, uh, I guess that's, uh, I guess I get to do in the off season. So I can't complain. Hey, Leifer's a good golfer. You oh, I that. know. I I've yeah. played with him already. <laughs> so you found out. <laughs> yep. Did you get hustled? Was... was
0: there any money involved?
1: Nope. Nope. Let's just say my wallet would be put away if I'm playing Leafer.
0: <laughs> that's probably a good idea with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
1: So, okay, so you are, the, are you the oldest? yep i'm the oldest i have two younger sisters one 125 and 120 turning 23
0: so okay so you're all all adults so that's that's uh, that's nice and uh so were you the overprotective big brother to those two
1: yeah yeah (laughs) but the the youngest one if if anybody even stepped up to her i think they they'd have their hands full so so (laughs) she's the goalie uh, right (laughs) yeah she's the goalie she knows how to protect herself So
0: one went to figure skating. The other one went to hockey.
1: Yeah. And I tried to deter her as much as I could from being a goalie. I hit her in the head with pox. I, I ripped them by her ear and talking like me shooting full speed. And I hit her in the head one time and she goes, this is so much fun. I go, Oh no. <laughs> so you didn't hold back. You like, Nope. So nope. was that I, I went, I went out and my dad goes, make sure she's not a goalie. And I'm like, uh, and I hit her one time in the head and she goes, this is fun. I want to do this. I'm like, Oh no. How old was she? Uh, at the time I want to say she was, so she was seven. I was 12. Oh, geez, So there was a big yep. difference there. So you really
0: let it rip on her.
1: <laughs> yep. So it's, uh, Hey, she, she was, she was something else. And then she, she ended up hurting her knee playing and, hasn't played since, but she's coaching in uh in Michigan for one of the uh groups Alexi helps out with. So that's uh she's getting getting back into hockey.
0: Oh that's nice. That's nice. Yep. Does uh so your sister they're figure skating or does she still do that?
1: Nope, she's not in it anymore. She still helps out on occasion, but yeah. that's uh that's about it.
0: <laughs> so and then your mom, she played tennis, right? At uh yep. Michigan State. Did I read that right?
1: Yep, she she actually she got a uh a walk-on position there, and I don't I don't end up I don't remember how, how much she actually played, but I just remember for her being as good as she was, she got a walk-on spot even though she didn't like try out or anything like that.
0: Yeah, so you got to be pretty good to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> any any tennis skills?
1: Uh, I I like to play tennis in the summertime. Yeah. My 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 fiance doesn't like to play against me much, so. Uh... <laughs> but it's it's a good time still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he got a
0: fiance. Do you, what's the, you got the the plans all set for that one?
1: Uh, no, the pandemic kind of put a wrench in it, but, uh, it's all right. We're working through things.
0: Yeah. 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 So where'd you two eat?
1: Uh, she played for, uh, Boston college. And while I was playing for Northeastern, I just happened to skate at her, uh, at her dad's rink during the summertime and we met each other and that was kind of the end of it. So she was a hockey player too. Oh yeah. She's, she's an Olympic gold medalist. Really? Yep. That is, what's your name? Callie Flanagan. That is really cool.
0: So does yep. she, now, okay. My, my big dream actually growing up, I wanted to be in the movies. I wanted to write movies. And uh-huh. so my all-time dream would to be went, to win an Oscar. And I always said uh-huh. if, I, if I won an Oscar, I would actually wear it around my neck. Does she wear <laughs> the gold medal? Does
1: she flash it around? Because that's what I would do. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's, it's, it's always hidden away. She's very humble about it. No, i wouldn't so be uh, <laughs> yeah i i wouldn't be either <laughs> right i would say dinner is on
0: this thing right here <laughs> yeah bring it wherever you go that's exactly right i would uh, i would mount it on the hood of my car if i could <laughs> be funny uh <laughs> so cool oh so yeah man so what was you what was you what were you doing during the pandemic what was the did you get a, a job like a lot of the other guys or were you just uh
1: no, no, relaxing no, no. I, was, I was i skated and trained and i ended up coaching a a uh the have you ever heard of the usphl the spaceman play the USPHL yeah, yeah. correct yeah yep yeah. so i was coaching i was co- helping coach a premier team in new hampshire which her dad owns and runs the the New Hampshire Cyclones and New Hampshire Junior Cyclones, and um, so I got to be the assistant for the Junior B team, and then and then I was the assistant for um, for the 16 U 16 team as well. While I was there, so I got to skate, coach, train basically one-stop shop I was at the rink the whole day which you'll never hear me argue because I'm a rink rat right
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it sounds like you uh you certainly do enjoy that and so I mean did you like coaching was that your first time coaching
1: yeah it was my first time coaching like for real like a like an actual organized team so it was it was a blast I enjoyed it a lot and tried to help the the boys not make the same mistakes I did when I was their age and <laughs> and see if, and they they ended up they were they they finished top five in the nation this year nationals. So, so they played, they played extremely well. So what were some of those mistakes? (laughs) Oh, I was, I was a, what's, what's the best, the best thing I could, I was a poke and hope guy. Oh, okay. uh, there was, I was no defense, all offense. Yeah. Who cares if I have three minuses, if I score three goals type thing. Right, right. And that was, and that was, that was very stupid of me. So, <laughs> I, and I, I'd like to say I figured it out. My, my defensive game is a lot better than what it used to be for sure.
0: Yeah. Does Jenksy get on you at all? No, no. no yeah, I get on. I
1: have him. I'm lucky I have him on my line. So I, he keeps <laughs> me in line at all points. If he's good defensively, then, then you know what, I have to be good defensively too. Especially with him being our captain, he leads by example.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. Jenksy takes me as a guy who would probably uh, let you. Let you hear about it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <On> the bench. <laughs> yep, and, and luckily I'm I'm not the the guy that that has to be yelled at. So that's a that's a good thing. And, and you know what? He's he's definitely a guy where I wouldn't say he's ever he's ever yelling at anybody or that he's ever yelled at anybody while I've been here. It's it's mostly uh he's gonna go out and play the right way and and show everybody that that's how it needs to be done. Yeah, you know he's not right. you yeah right
0: exactly. He's not he's not a yeller. He's not that. Nope. He's a he's a guy who wants to win, but he's probably going to be in your ear, but probably for a good reason. Yep. Yeah, and that's
1: ever. that's if he ever gets in your ear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's he's probably yep. a guy who you can probably just learn a lot from just by watching him. Yep. Exactly. So, is there anybody else? Uh, I mean, uh, who you grew up with? Geez, let's find some other stories. You see, he said you were around with oh. Steve Lexi a lot, and that guy's seen oh, a lot Lexi, of action. Let's... Let's see. Uh,
1: I grew did up. You with hang Dylan out with Larkin the with Stanley my Cup brother. I uh, I didn't get to go to the Stanley Cup party.
0: Oh, you didn't. Okay. I was. I don't
1: think I was home. So, but uh, that's fine. Uh, let's see. I grew up with Dylan Larkin, <laughs> Zach Wierenski, uh, DeBrinkat. We're all from like the same general area. They all grew up playing roller hockey. Well, Wierenski didn't, but but DeBrinkat and Lark did. Uh, let's say Pat Kane played at the roller rink. Um. Sam Gagne, Patrick Maroon, let's see, Steve Eiserman came and signed the wall there. Oh wow. Never got Brad, never got Brad Hull to sign the wall. I was I was quite devastated by that one. He's my favorite player ever. <laughs> so do they show up?
0: Um, I mean, the guys those guys just showed up or was it a
1: So so they have a they have a thing there where it where they used to have a like a full on like arcade uh, like high ropes a bunch of different like they putt putt, it was all in one big dome, and these guys would like rent it out and then they'd see that's hockey place and you see them walking around and people just asking to sign on the wall. So as uh Nick Lidstrom signed it, like it was it was definitely a cool spot, that's for sure.
0: Wow. I mean, just those guys would just come yeah. in there. I mean that's that's awesome. Yep.
1: I mean, as a yep. as a kid, I mean
0: that's gotta be just a total freak out for you guys.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, well, so my dad was my dad was really close with the Hatcher brothers too. Okay. So, um, you could imagine like growing up, like I played with Chase, which is, um, uh, Darian's son. Yeah. And grow, like we, we'd win a tournament or something like that. We'd go to their bar called Hatchies. Yeah. We'd be there till whatever time in the morning, it didn't matter. And like the, the legends that would walk around, like Darren McCarty, Joe Kosher, like yeah. different guys like that are yeah. like, that's the type of, of relationships my dad had with these guys, and and truthfully, I'd like to say I got the networking all from him. So, <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so he he knew every he knew somebody wherever we went, and most of the time it was because he was he was definitely uh, diligent in terms of of friendships with people.
0: Yeah, my old man was like that too. It didn't matter yep. where because he would travel with me when I broadcast games, and he, wherever yep. we went, he knew somebody. It didn't matter what town we were in. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: So I take it you're a big Red Wings fan? Probably still are? Yep. Yep. Grew up a, a huge Red Wings fan. Uh, we were very blessed for for a very long time. And and truthfully, I think they're on on the upswing right now. So it's uh, just kind of have to – I'll always be a Wings fan. If I if I get to the NHL at some point, well, then I'm a fan of my own team. But uh, – <laughs>
0: Well, you're always the fan of the guy who's paying your – who's signing your checks.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, – No, they got that, that place, the old, I haven't been to the new rink. I got to go to the last home opener in Joe Lewis and that place holds a special place in my heart. I got to play there my midget major year. So, um, so definitely, it's something I won't forget. But uh, yeah, Detroit crowd—that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I uh, remember my first game of the Joe. I think it was '88. I think yeah. and I actually got a puck that night. Wow, that's uh, cool. Yeah, so it was—it was, it was uh, that was. Were cool. they on the
1: upswing? Were they on the upswing then, or were they still the Dead Wings? They were still
0: '88. Uh, yeah, they were still kind of the dead wings. But you—that you, you, was when Stevie Eiserman was really starting to become a star. I remember yeah, Greg Stefan was I, in I goal think- that night.
1: And I only say that is like, that's how my grandfather would, would talk about it. Like, like, yeah. And then, and then like, once it hit like 1990, it was like, Oh my God, the wings are superstars.
0: Yeah. When Sergei Fedorov arrived in Detroit, I think that's when it really started. But
1: unbelievable. Like in, in all for like all forever. Remember that like my, my grandpa called him that one day and I'm like, what do you mean? And then all of a sudden the next year I was like, he was saying the next year it was, they were unbelievable and he never said it ever again. So they made him eat his words. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. So you grew up. Yeah. Right. In that heyday. I mean, you didn't have to suffer like some of us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I got, I got the likes of watching Stevie White, Brett Hull, Brendan Shanahan, Nick Lidstrom, Luke Robitaille, Sergei Fedorov, uh, Slava Fatisov, Vladimir Konstantinov, Slava Kozlov, Oh, who am I missing? Kosher, Probert. Yeah. You can, you can go on and on. Like, yeah. it, they were, they were such a dynasty and such an awesome team that I got to grew up. I grew up loving hockey because I got to see those guys play on a daily basis.
0: Oh yeah. That's awesome. That was such a, such a fun time to be a Wings fan. Oh. Uh, so, so Brett Hall is your, fa- your, your favorite. And that makes sense, man. You kind of got the same shot.
1: Yeah. He is, he's my all-time favorite player. I, uh, I'm not on purpose. We have the same initials. Um, (laughs) So I guess that's, that's my, my tie to him, but yeah, no, it's, I I always tried to try to shoot like him, tried to find quiet ice like him and, and try to mold my game around him at the same time.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's certainly, I mean, you, I, when you say that, I can totally see the similarities now and certainly not a bad guy to, to to, uh, to fashion yourself after. So
1: no, not when that guy has 741 goals or something like that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's another guy who was, you know, maybe the, the greatest uh, finisher maybe, you know, of all time, you know, so. well,
1: they they say, they say Gretzky had the most goals in one year. Yeah. But tactically Brett Hull had the best goal scoring year of all time because he had 86 goals with no empty nets. Oh, see, there's a stat I didn't know. Yep. no empty nets and and gretzky i want to say had he had 92 goals his his big year yeah and i want to say he had more than five empty netters so brett hall technically would have had the best goal scoring year so there you go
0: Yep. Aiden <laughs> hawkins yep. Slapping, <laughs> slapping down the great. <laughs> Great, that's great. Uh, oh well, buddy, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you coming in and joining me here on this beautiful day and getting you out of the apartment. You can go wake up your Randy Gazola now, who's taking a nap. <laughs>
1: oh no, no problem at all. And, and hey, we got to rest up. We got a big game tomorrow. So
0: that's right. You know, you guys, uh, yeah, you've got a lot, a uh, lot of work ahead of you, and it's going to be fun and. Uh, so happy you're here. And again, the whole dog thing is still on the table. I'm going to have to have the same <laughs> conversation with Viver. So I may be dogless by the end of the season, but those you, that's the only two things I have to give up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. No, I'm, I'm pumped to be on. This is, I love doing this stuff because it actually shows me like what I did in school was for a purpose.
0: Right. So, right.
1: So it's, and, and personally, I, I love Comets Nation, so it makes it even better.
0: Nice. So we like to hear yeah. brother. All right. Well, I appreciate yeah, it, buddy. Yeah. Brandon Hawkins, everyone, a fantastic interview, and uh, you know what? That was the first time I had said two words to Brandon Hawkins because of the situation with the pandemic. I'm not around the guys a whole lot, so uh, it was nice to have a little conversation with uh, with Hawk there, and uh, learned a lot about uh, him and uh, the way he liked to uh, whiz pucks at his sister's head when he was a kid. Uh, we learned about his favorite player, and uh, we learned that maybe he'll take one of my dogs. I don't know. We'll have to see how all that plays out. But uh, we're gonna enjoy Brandon Hawkins here this season, and I'm so glad. Everybody enjoyed this episode, and we'll be back next time with another episode of the Huntington University Comets Podcast.